Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this beautiful Thursday, October the 8th. I uh, hope wherever you are, you are experiencing God's goodness, God's peace, God's embrace in your life. Uh, if you are in the uh, Kiel, New Holstein, St. Anna area, my goodness, uh, you're seeing blue skies and, uh, and gorgeous weather here, and so we are grateful for that. Um, okay. Uh, we are going to uh, continue uh, the same, um, Jesus is going to continue his same discourse in the Gospel of Luke uh, that we started yesterday when the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. And so if you are following along, we will be in Luke chapter 11, uh, a little bit longer today, verses 5 to 13. So Luke 11, 5 to 13, let's hear God's word uh, and what God has for us today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give him the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I, and I tell you, ask, and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish? Or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So a gorgeous uh, dissertation, a gorgeous uh, discussion um, that Jesus is, is continuing with his disciples. So Again, I, I mentioned it earlier. Remember, this is following our reading yesterday immediately. Yesterday we read Luke 11, 1 to 4. Uh, when Jesus had been praying, and when he had finished, his disciples came up to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray like John's disciples, like John taught his disciples. And then we, Jesus gave us his disciples, the Lord's Prayer. Now, it was the Lucan version, which, as I mentioned yesterday, is, is more brief, but pointed, points us in the same direction as Matthew's, um, but, but less filler. Basically, our Father who in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. That's, that's the first half. Uh, again, um, and, and forgive me if I'm repeating myself from yesterday, but basically saying, Lord, this is about you, and not about me. If I'm hallowing your name, I'm not hallowing mine. If, I, if I'm um, 
asking your kingdom come and your, or your will be done. I'm, I'm saying mine is, is not at this point. And then it says that simple line. Um, and I, I should go back here just to get it exactly right. Scintillating podcast here. Um, give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive everyone for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. I mean, again, so give us what we need. Give us our daily bread. Uh, and not only, and again, forgive me the, the repeat, the food that we eat. Give us the Eucharist. Give us yourself, which we need. Because truth be told, Holy Spirit, we can't do this without you. Christ, we need you. If we're going to say yes to you and your will and your life and your name be kept holy, give us the ability to do that. And that's only in you, in the Eucharist. That's only in you and your spirit. It's only in you and the trust that you're present with us. And, uh, and, and then forgive us, which, by the way, we need because it is our sin, our guilt, our shame that keeps us separate from ourselves, from one another, from our God, right? That's what Peter did when he jumped in the boat when it was the Lord or jumped from the boat into the water when it was the Lord on the beach, John 21. It's what Adam and Eve did. They hid from God in the Garden of Eden uh, because of their decision, sin hides us from one another. It, it, and that shame keeps us from God and one another. And, 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 and when we say, give us our daily bread, we're saying, Lord, give us that which frees us too, that forgiveness. Gosh, I'm talking about yesterday more than today. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to do that. Um, anyway, my point is this, Jesus didn't just say, okay, that's, teach us how to pray. That's it. We're done. And now I'm just going to tell you a bunch of other stuff. He's continuing that discourse. He's continuing that teaching on how to pray. So what is he teaching us? Well, the first example he uses is one of friendship. Suppose one of you is a friend. Okay. To whom do we go at midnight and say, friend? And, and again, the friend here is God. Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. That's our petition. That's our prayer. Friend, God, lend me three loaves of bread for someone else. A friend of mine has come, arrived at my house from a journey. I have nothing to offer him. Do not bother me. Is that what the friend's going to say? The door's already been locked. My children and I are in bed. I can't get up to give you anything. I tell you, if they do not give it up to give the loaves because of their friendship, they'll do it out of persistence. He's setting God up as our friend and saying, Brothers and sisters, all we need to do is approach and ask. God, out of God's very friendship with us, enjoys to give us the things we ask. And then he uses this wonderful idea. He says, and listen, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock, and the door is going to be open to you. He invites our participation in this. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. The one who knocks, the door will be open. And then he compares, he moves from friend to, to parent-child relationship. What father among you would hand the son a snake when he asks for a fish? Or hand a scorpion when they ask for an egg? If you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Now, here's what I want to talk about here. I mean, that is so good. You who are parents out here, 
I mean, understand this so well. Again, I, I think nothing in this world for me, I don't want to speak for you, has taught me more about God. And that includes probably going to Mass. Now, maybe that's a ridiculous statement. And maybe it was only the Mass that could help me get ready for this lesson that my wife and my children have given to me in life. And so maybe to say one over the other is silly. But brothers and sisters, is that not true in your life? Have your children not taught you what love means and what sacrifice means and what you wouldn't do on their behalf? Now, here's, here's where that, and I love this example, here's where it comes into play. If our children come up to us and say, give me, you know, something that is not going to be helpful to them, that is going to actually be harmful to them, would we give it to them simply out of our love for them? Of course we would not because it wouldn't be helpful to them. It wouldn't help them grow to be the women and men that God called them and invited them to be and created them to be. But we participate in that, in helping, uh, because we are co-creators with God here at this point, um, because we help determine what that is that is going to help them grow to the best of their ability into those young men and women that God created them to be. We work with God in our intellect, in our reason, in our, our I don't know, in our, in our understanding, in our wisdom, whatever that is, in our counsel, in our prudence. We work with God in all those things to help understand what their needs are, to help them grow, to become everything that they were created to be and invited to be in God so that they can do that. It is no different with God. So if we ask, <laughs> remember, it is God's will, God's life, not ours. That, that was yesterday's lesson and kind of some of today's too when I repeated myself. That, that our life is no longer ours, but it is God's. And so when we ask in God, we're asking clearly on behalf and for something that will help us grow into that God self into that very thing uh, in which God wishes us to be. I'm looking at a quote right now from Meister Eckhart sitting on my desk here at Saints Peter and Paul in Kiel. Now the seed of God is in us. The seed of a pear tree grows into a pear tree. The seed of a hazel tree grows into a hazel tree, but the seed of God grows into God. Now brothers and sisters, Meister Eckhart is not saying, nor am I saying that we will become gods. That's not it at all. We're saying the seed of God is within us. And we, when we listen to it, when we pay attention to it, it will grow into that God self that we were created to be participating with God, that Holy Spirit within us. But we have to water that. When we ask out of our God self, when we ask out of that place within us that the Holy Spirit sits and when we are in communion with God, those are the things to which God will and desires to give us. But when we are asking out of our, our separate self, our independent from God's self, God, can, I, can you give me a place on the Riviera? God, can you give me um, a life free of, of uh, suffering? Can you give me a life, Lord, where I, I walk between the raindrops and I'm not hurt? by people. Can you give me a life where, heaven forbid, the Minnesota Vikings actually do something? Um, that's, that's all that small stuff. That's all that me stuff. 
And God isn't interested in that. That's like our children asking for things that that aren't going to help them grow, that aren't going to help them be who they need to be. But when we ask out of that place where the Holy Spirit resides within us, remember God invites us in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5, go into that separate place, shut the door, and there your God hears what you are speaking. He knows what you know. Remember, this is what God says here. If God, I tell you, if, if he, this is the friendship um, example, I tell you, if the friend does not get up to give him the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. Prayer, my friends, is not about wants and desires any more than our, our children, we're going to give them what they want and desire. I mean, that's not what drives us as parents. But their needs do. And our needs drive God. But he invites us to participate. You know, this morning in my prayer, I was the, the statement came in my mind in my prayer, God, you do not need me. And I think I was kind of I think God said, stop that. And, and what I'm saying, and the essence is true, God, if I were to pass away right now and this phone were to drop and this would be my last podcast, the world would go on just fine. God's kingdom would be built just fine. In that sense, no, God does not need you or I. God is God without you or I. But, brothers and sisters, he is clear in the gospel God is clear that we are co-creators, that we are co-builders of this kingdom with him. And for the kingdom to be built, he needs our yes for God to work through us. God will not do magic. God is not just going to do all these wonderful things for us without us asking. He's saying here, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. But we have to ask and seek and knock. We have to participate in that. And, and somehow in this mystery of God, it's in us asking and seeking and finding that God shows God's self to us because he desires to be found. And in a sense, he, in this participation, he, he invites us to see his movement and for us in that to fall more in love with him and, and to see his presence in the world and in our lives and in our relationships. I think that's what God, I think that makes God happy. He invites, he needs us. He's, he needs us to go out into the, into the vineyard. He tells us that. He comes at however many times during the day. But beyond that, I think he needs us to ask and seek and, and um, knock. Because then we see, it's like, okay, God, you were there, and it reassures us, and it helps us fall more in love, and it helps us say to other people, you know what? God moves. God is alive today. It helps us evangelize because then it reassures our faith. It grows us in our faith and in our connection, and in that growth and seeing God move, we share it. Brothers and sisters, the mystery of prayer, which is what Jesus is unraveling for us today, it is so beyond me. But he invites us into it. He, he sets himself up as friend, as parent, 
Those are things we can understand. If he doesn't give it to us out of friendship, he gives it out of persistence. What parent doesn't give their child what they need? When they ask for an egg, he doesn't give a scorpion. He knows they need an egg. Let's make sure when we are talking to God, seeking and asking and knocking, that we're making sure we're doing so out of our God self and not our separate small self. Um, and when we do, when we do, I think we're going to see the movement of God. He reassures us that because he is our friend and because he knows us as his children, he knows what our needs are. Let's pray. Invite you to bring those intentions before God those ones that are coming out of those deep places, those inner rooms uh, where we commune with God, that place where the Holy Spirit resides, and to put them before our Blessed Mother and let her put them before the throne of God this day. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth joyful mystery, the presentation at the temple. Again, how appropriate. Where Mary and Joseph gave Jesus, they presented Jesus to God in the temple of God. May we present him uh, to himself today in us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Brothers and sisters, be well, be healthy, uh, be in God's embrace and, uh, and loving arms today. Uh, I look forward to us being back together one more time this week to share and break open God's word. <laughs>